Welcome to A Tale Told by the Fire, a podcast devoted to folklore, fairy tales, and legends gathered from around the world. Well, Halloween is almost here, or Samhain, if you are more traditional, and I am so excited for it. Uh, I know because of COVID and everything like that, it is going to be a little bit different this year, but it is still pretty much my favorite time of year. Our house is completely decorated with spooky things. We're having fall foods that we've been baking, uh, and I'm absolutely excited. And so this week, I thought that I would go with uh, a more traditional scary story, and it is from Robert D. Sansucci's Short and Shivery 30 Chilling Tales. The story is called Taily Poe, and it's a traditional American folk tale that's told throughout Appalachia primarily. Uh, the setting for it varies, but is usually in places like West Virginia or Tennessee. Before I tell the story, though, I don't know how you celebrate Halloween or Samhain. Our family is really embracing both traditions of the traditional scary things. Like I said, we've decorated our house. We've been watching spooky movies. Uh, but we're also preparing for the more traditional Samhain-type celebration where you remember people who have gone before, families and friends, ancestors. And so however you celebrate it, I hope that this is a special time of year for you. I know it's very different for all of us, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's any less magical. And so with that, let's get to our story. Not so very long ago, an old man lived by himself in the backwoods of West Virginia. He had a log cabin with a single room that held a stove, a bed, a table, a chair, and a big open fireplace built of field stone. One night, the man sat eating a plateful of beans and bread and regretting that he hadn't been able to catch a single fish in the lake behind his cabin or bag a single possum or deer for his supper. He was startled to look across the table and see the strangest creature he had ever seen sitting on its haunches in the far corner of the room, staring at him. It had jaws like a weasel, ears like a fox, piercing yellow eyes like an owl, a monkey's body, and was covered in bright red fur. But mainly, it had a huge, long tail that coiled around and around it, the way a rattler coils on itself before it strikes. What the? cried the man. How'd you get in here? He grabbed his carving knife from beside the loaf of bread and went after the animal. The thing gave a screech like nothing the man had heard before, then it scrambled out through a chink between two of the cabin's logs. But it wasn't quick enough. With a single slice, the man cut the creature's tail off, while the rest of the animal scampered away to the woods. The man walked back to the table and stretched out the tail, marveling at its length. After a few minutes, he decided that meat was meat, and that was what he was hungry for right now. So he cooked up that tail, found it tasted a little like rabbit, and ate it all at one sitting. After that, he plugged up the hole between the logs, went to bed, and soon was fast asleep. He hadn't been asleep very long when he heard something scratching at the door, just like a cat. Pretty soon, he heard it call. Daily Po, Daily Po, just give me my Daily Po. Now, he had three dogs that slept under the house. He whistled for them, and they came charging out and chased the creature far into the woods. 
but only two of his dogs came back. When the man saw this, he cursed a blue streak. Then he sent the dogs to sleep under the floorboards and went back to bed himself. A short time later, he heard the same clawing at the front door as the creature tried to get in. Then he heard it call through a crack in the door. Daily Poe! Daily Poe! Just give me my daily Poe! Once again, the man whistled up his dogs from underneath the cabin and they chased the creature all the way down the road, snapping so close behind that if it still had a tail, it would have lost it to the hounds. The man heard the dogs giving chase until the woods swallowed up the sound, but a little later, only one dog returned. Again, the man cursed loudly. This time, he had his remaining dog sleep at the foot of his bed. In the smallest hours of the morning, he heard something scrabbling at the window, like a night bird trying to get in. Through the cracked glass, he heard, Daily Poe, Daily Poe, I've got to have my Daily Poe. Quick as he could, he flung the cabin door open and sent his last dog out into the night. He heard the dog charging around to the corner of the cabin and heard the creature screeching and scrambling away. After that, things were pretty quiet, but the last hound never did return. The man stayed awake a long time, listening, but he heard nothing more. Finally, just before dawn, he fell asleep, but he woke up a few minutes later. He was sure he'd heard something in his room. He looked into the far corner and saw the patch he'd put over the hole was gone. Then he heard something scrabbling up the foot of his bed. A minute later, he saw a fox's ears, a weasel's jaws, and two huge yellow eyes just like an owl's looking at him. He tried calling for his dogs, but they were gone. He was too frightened to climb out of bed. He just kept staring while the red, monkey-like creature crept closer and closer. Daily Poe! Daily Poe! It growled. Just give me my Daily Poe! But, 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 the man stuttered. I haven't got your Daily Poe. Then the horrible creature, which was by then sitting on the man's knees, snarled and said, Oh, yes, you have! and it jumped on the man's chest and scratched him all to pieces. There are those who say that the creature got its taily po back, and some who say it didn't. But the fact is, that old man and his dogs were never seen again in West Virginia or anywhere else. That was Taily Poe, as retold by Robert D. Sansucci from his book Short and Shivery. As mentioned, that is a folk tale that hails from Appalachia in the United States. I've gone hiking in Appalachia before and seen some of the old pioneer cabins that are there in the mountains, and I can tell you I can absolutely picture this story having taken place there. Uh, I feel like it's the sort of story that you probably should have listened to with the lights out and maybe one candle burning. And if someone was sitting next to you right at the very end when the creature jumps on them and scratches them all up, you should probably reach out and grab them and startle them. So if you didn't do that, go back and re-listen to the story and do that with someone. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. I love that story. Uh, I love ghost stories like that all the time. I can remember as a kid uh, sitting in the garage, my mom having us all sit in the garage in a big circle with one candle burning, and we'd read scary stories like that, and it just scared the life out of me. Uh, I hope that you are having a great fall season. I hope you have a magical wonderful Halloween or Samhain or whatever you celebrate. Uh, and I will see you again next time.
thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me, for finding a place by the fire to sit and listen to my tale. If you enjoyed it, please share it with someone else. Help keep these stories alive by retelling them in your own voice, in your own way, wherever you can. As always, I'm your host, Sean Jex, and until next time, keep telling stories.